Some people define love through actions of kindness, compassion, forgiveness, or by serving others unconditionally and without judgment. How people define love can differ by society, time period, and circumstance. Can you still love someone who you believe doesn't share your values, i.e., they are dishonest? Do you find yourself thinking in terms of degrees of love? How you love your mother more than your dog? Or you love your family more than your community? Have you ever tried differentiating on the types or levels of love? What about the difference between love and lust? Or obsessive love? Or self serving love? Is that even love? Personally, I think love can be defined in different ways. For example, a mother may love her child, but may still punish it for misbehavior. She's angry or wants to teach the kid a lesson, but it doesn't mean that her love for the child has lessened during or because of that. Then again, sometimes family members don't love one another unconditionally, and there are incidents when people must avoid toxic relationships between people who share their very blood. But I want to look at a specific scenario. What happens when we get into a relationship with another person who isn't a blood relation, say, someone with whom we're romantically involved? What happens when we love this person, yet he or she makes us unhappy? Is that still love, that bond you share? Let's look deeper. Are our emotions of unhappiness echoing something that our subconscious knows and yet which we aren't admitting to ourselves? Is there a personal value that we are not being true to in loving this person and in accepting our role in this relationship? In this scenario, it is not about the other person. Eleanor Roosevelt said, No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. You have the freedom to choose. Remember, God gave us free will on this earth because He loves us. Does that mean we can steal, murder, and deceive without repercussions? Absolutely not. Call it whatever you want karma, punishment, physics, a reaction for every state. But the fact remains that what goes around comes around. So it's our obligation to use that free will wisely. We all have love inside of us, but it takes work to cultivate it. If being good was easy, everyone would do it. Hate, greed, egoism, and jealousy would not exist. Hate, remember, always springs from fear. There's always a reason if you stop to analyze it. Think about the time you saw someone and immediately hated the person without even bothering to get to know them. Why did this happen? Biases, maybe, due to personal past experiences or social conditioning. Maybe you felt threatened or disgusted. We are an embodiment of the timeless battle, good versus evil, that dates back since the beginning of time. Remember Abel and Cain? Free will means that we can choose the qualities that make us happy. As far as I know, every single time I consciously choose love, my life was in better order and harmony with less stress and worry. Then again, whenever I choose to succumb to hate, jealousy, or dishonesty, there was something deep inside that kept me unsettled. I was not at peace. My mind was a battlefield between good and evil, and my inner turbulence was defying the badness I'd accepted. Here's something it seems we can all agree on love is a verb, an action. You've probably heard the saying, God is love, or the universe is love. 
If we are made in God's image and likeness, that means we are an embodiment of love. According to the Bible, love does not envy or hate. The moment that we find ourselves in conflict with someone else, that is not love. It is a mental programming. It is up to us to open our minds and release that toxic energy. Praying can help as a meditative practice, yet also as a psychological boost that you're calling on reinforcements from a higher power. God, please release me from my mind and allow me to see the truth. Just acknowledging that there is a better way and that we are seeking to improve is a big milestone. Easier said than done, of course. It's not easy, and that realization led me to writing this book. We let our minds and emotions rule us. We let ourselves be affected by things we know are subjective, and we set unnatural expectations.